100.7 Kick FM. It's Chris and Chelsea in the morning. It's Friday, which means we're going to be paying it forward once again with thanks to our friends from Glenwood State Bank. And we have a couple of special guests in studio. Chelsea from the uh, Kensington Fire and Rescue Team volunteers. We have Scott Anderson and Brock Green. And uh, you may be asking yourself, well, why are these guys in here? And Chelsea's going to let us know right now. Yeah, Chris, uh, I had a heck of a week. It was about three weeks ago. And uh, it was supposed to be a nice, beautiful, sunshiny day. And I was out with my horse out at the beautiful Kensington Runestone Park. I've been there so many times. Absolutely gorgeous if you haven't went and visited it. And uh, anyways, I was supposed to go for a nice little ride and uh, just stuff happened. Big accident. And uh, next thing I know, I am underneath my horse. I'm being trampled. I didn't even get in the dang saddle for crying out loud. And um, it was... It was scary, and I'm still trying to process everything, too. But next thing I know, my my best friend is there. She was cool, calm, and collected. Anita, I love you so much. She's like, are you going to get up? Because normally I'm a cowgirl. You shake it off. You get up. You get that dang horse. You bring him back, and you finish your ride. And I couldn't get up, Chris. And I thought maybe it was because I was old, but I was in just so much pain. Um, My pelvis just got completely trampled on. I got a step under my shoulder, a step on my thigh. Pretty sure he ripped that in half, and... And I'm laying there. I'm like, I ain't getting up. And uh, she called the ambulance. And um, it, it was it was so surreal, Chris, because we talk all the time about how much we love our first responders and our law enforcement. And now all of a sudden, there I was needing that help. And totally surreal. And so uh, the first one on scene was a deputy from the Douglas County Sheriff's Office, very quick. And then here comes K-Town. And holy crap, did they show up. Oh, my God. So we have Scott here, and we have Brock. And uh, you guys, what was, I remember just laying there looking at the sun and the grass and thinking about where the heck is my horse and, uh, you know, just trying not to move. The pain was so crazy. But you all showed up, and you didn't even know, right? You guys don't even know what you're going to show up to. I want to just hear your guys' perspective and I just want to thank you guys so much for being there for me. And I guess the question is, when you guys get a call like that, you honestly don't know what you're going to, right? Or do you know a little bit? You know a little bit, but uh, most of the time, it's uh, you don't really know how severe it is until you get there. So Yeah. So. And and what would you guys, you guys have pagers on you? Yeah, we just, uh, I don't usually carry the pager with me. I just use a cell phone. It's way easier, and we just kind of get some vague information and... In the 21st century. That's yeah. nice, Brock. <laughs> so what happened? What what pops up on your cell phone? And where were you guys? Because it's not like you're just sitting there at some, like, headquarters waiting for the call. Most of us are at work, or I was at my farm. I was just a couple miles away, so I, I drove from, from my farm to there. So. Oh, my gosh. Did you leave the tractor running, too? No, nope, okay. I shut it off. <laughs> and then how about you, Brock? Where, what were you doing when you got the call? Oh, I was just at work, as most of us on the volunteer fire department are. I'm actually going to look up right now and just see what it said. Do you remember what date it was? Yeah, it was uh, Monday the 22nd. It was right after, gosh, 2 p.m., shortly after 2 p.m., I think, 3 p.m. I was getting really excited for that, too. So you get this page, you get this call, and and you guys obviously have a lot of training, too. Scott, can you talk through that to me? Because you never know what's going to happen. And, and do you remember, all the, what, what, what did it say, horse trampling, horse accident? It just said, yeah, uh just a horse accident, I believe. Uh, yeah, I pulled it up right now. It says, 36-year-old female got stepped on by horse. Horses are loose. That's it. 
So we have to uh, work with that. And That's it. And horses are loose and they're running. <laughs> yeah. So what was going through your head then when you got that? Were you like, what the crap? What is this? I don't know. I've only been on the department here for, I don't know, three years now and kind of learn how to do it. And Was this your first horse accident that you had to respond to? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a horse person at all? Uh, sadly, I'm not. How about you, Scott? Um, no, I'm not a horse person, but this isn't our first horse accident. We've had probably three at the Runestone Park. So, Oh, man. So we have had a couple and um, nothing real severe, but uh, yours, yeah. yours was probably the worst one so far. Great. Um, proud of that, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll get a plaque. So, Scott, who showed up then? The ambulance showed up first, I assume? Um, usually the first responder shows up first. Uh, we're there just to help out. Uh, then the ambulance came, and then the, uh, then the lifelink showed up shortly after so it was crazy so we had a couple different um couple different ambulances that showed up too who mm-hmm. was that because i want to thank them because like i said i was just laying there so north ambulance out of alec here came and then uh, hoffman ambulance also came responded to the oh my gosh call. both of them yes it's crazy um and i remember michael scott <laughs> not from the office he he uh he was in one of the ambulances too and i remember that from um from our, our uh, police academy and uh, just watching him. And I was like, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do? Um, but you guys showed up. And what was your role? I just remember laying there and just seeing all of these faces. I remember thanking everybody for coming. And I remember people looking at each other like, what the, is she OK? Mm-hmm. You know, and I was laying there. So what was your guys' perspective and, and what was your role? We just try to help out wherever we can, um, you know, try and call me down as part of it too uh, just uh to make sure you're okay um i think brock went off and found your horses so um brock you went and found dusty and evie no i actually think caden did that oh they okay i'm always excited to go on the calls you know be a part of my community so i was uh at your head run put you in head blocks and he did and that voice here get get up on the mic there brock and tell me like i remember this voice though tell me what you, uh repeat what you had said to me as i'm laying there well, I just ran the countdown, so when we had you on the backboard, um, I have to count down, you know, three, two, one, roll to the left, and uh, that's about all I really say. You just, did. Just so we don't jostle you around enough. Appreciate that. Much. And uh, <laughs> what did you see? You said you, you, saw some, you saw something when I was rolled over. Well, when we flipped you over, I can't remember who actually cut your jeans off, and there was a, just a nice hoof print right on your backside. Big old hoof print. You know, I had a, a Gen Z or nurse call it my tramp stamp. Yeah, I thought that was pretty appropriate. Yeah, there were like six of them, and the bruising was great. And they're like, oh, okay. Have you guys ever worked with a more polite person that's gone through trauma like that? Because she's like thanking everybody. I mean, <laughs> normally people aren't thanking you right there on the spot, right? They're scared. They're probably hurt. She was pretty calm during the whole thing. She, uh, I didn't realize <laughs> that she was actually hurt as bad as she was because as calm as she was so yeah it was so sweet and then i was like oh hey hey scott you're like chelsea that's you i'm like yeah yeah it's me i didn't realize it was you at first so oh so crazy dude yeah i just thank you guys and about how many would you say showed up in my head i feel like i saw like six seven eight nine ten eleven you guys a lot of people responded there was probably 15 with the ambulance holy cow and then and thank you for not dropping me I couldn't move at all. Couldn't I, I could feel my fingers and toes, but I couldn't move my pelvis. I had severe numbness in my left side, a lot of trauma. And um, and we thought, I don't know, I thought my pelvis was smashed. I thought my back was broken. Like, we had no idea. But you guys were able to lift me, and I just remember saying, thank you for not dropping me, you know? 
and like rolling me over and stuff too. Was that kind of difficult? I know you guys, when you train, do you use a live person or do you use a dummy? Usually a live person. Oh yeah. Okay. At least when I went to training, we did. Was I a good patient then? Oh yeah. Stayed still. <laughs> Kept quiet. Yeah. And the, with that neck brace on me too. And then y'all loaded me up on the dolly. Um, what a God thing. Like I have to give like, I have to give all glory and credit to him because the fact of the matter is we were right there at the entrance of the park. So you guys were able to load up, load me up right there. You were able to drive pretty much all your vehicles right there in the the parking spots. It was. The ambulances were able to drive there. My horses were like, what the crap, you know? And then when Lifelink came down to, I think that's when the horses are like deuces. Like (laughs) they thought it was Armageddon. They took off. Um, And then Scott... I have to say, um, I was started losing my crap. I think it was just one time I was sitting in the ambulance and somebody had asked, well, where did the horses go? And and at first I was really mad at Dusty and I was telling people to, <laughs> to shoot the damn thing. Um, and then I was like, oh, crap, what if he ran into the road? Where did he go? That's when I, I think I really started to lose it and had a panic attack. So my, my first concerns were him. But then they they loaded me up, and Michael Scott said that, you know, you got to go up into that chopper. And I just remember getting wheeled out there on the ground. You guys were so awesome. I was, like, strapped from head to toe. And, uh, Scott, you held my hand. I seen the fear in your eyes. You were were pretty calm up until (laughs) we were going to the chopper, and I seen the fear in your eyes, and I reached out and grabbed your hand. And I could tell right away that meant a lot it it helped you so it really did yeah i i knew it right away so i knew you we've worked with you with anderson bash and i just locked on to scott and that's like all i could that's all i could focus on and i was so grateful for you to be there scott and i i heard i almost broke your hand um (laughs) but those blades looked like like i'm strapped head to toe i can't move at all i don't know what the heck is happening i'm like oh my god this is for really serious injuries like i was scared for my friend i was scared for everybody and i was just like what happened am i gonna walk again what's gonna happen and the blades looked really freaking close to the ground <laughs> D- didn't i tell you that yeah. you know oh and they're pumping me full of fentanyl which i'm like is an illegal drug so i argued with them <laughs> about that i'm like the police chief is gonna arrest me and they're like no he's not and they're like what is she talking about and you know so i'm all drugged up and didn't I tell you, like, are, are they going to cut me or something? Didn't I say, like, so, like it's, they're close or whatever? Oh, I, I'm not sure. I didn't hear that again. You're just right. Well, it was loud, too. <laughs> yeah. It was loud as heck. Yeah. And then uh, Joshua Khan, too. I remember him. He had another person with him, a female with him, too. Um, but I remember, you know, Josh reassuring me, too. Hey, we're going to go for a ride. I've been in choppers before, but not like that. Mm-hmm. Not like that. It's a pretty tight space in there. So It's cozy. Yeah. It's really cozy. And, Scott, you held my hand all the way. As they loaded me up, thank you. Nobody dropped me again. Thank you again. It was a bumpy ride across the field, and uh, we we got you there safely. You did, yep. you did, because like each um each time my pelvis moved, I felt like I was being ripped literally in half, and I was just trying to breathe and just praying like the whole time. So I was just I was just so grateful. Oh, and thank you guys for not cutting off my Ariat boots. Yes, thank I was you. just gonna bring that up. That kind of got riled up when someone. <laughs> cutting your boots well dude i'm laying there i just got my butt kicked literally all over and you all had to cut my jeans which were crappy ugly stupid jeans but i was ticked off about those boots so brock uh, bring it back what was that all about well i can't remember who was actually running the the scissors but they said oh we got to cut the boots off to just that's just procedure that what we do and you're like no please do not cut the boots off they're my favorite then <laughs> in the studio here you were talking about you've had them since you were 15 yep 
And he is, and my horse, I've had him since he was three months old, he's 23, and I've had those boots with him, and those boots have protected me from him stomping all over me. And I'm like, do not cut my dang boots <laughs> off. <laughs> and y'all were pretty adamant. I think that was the only time I got riled up. Like, don't touch my boots. They're my lucky boots. Well, I didn't, I didn't see when uh, you were going into the uh, helicopter, but that's the first time I saw you riled up, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, I, could, I even tried to wiggle my toes and get them off, and they were loose. And uh, you guys took them off. I don't know where my milkshake socks went. I'm glad I wore nice undies. And that, you know, gosh, that was crazy. Um, yeah, but it, that was just that was so nuts. And uh, but you guys have to do those things too. All your modesty, all your humility goes out the door too. Um, but I'm just so so grateful for you guys for being there, for saving my life, and doing what you do. And you guys are extraordinary to me. And just thank you. You are working every day. You have your own families. You have your own lives. And yet you answer those calls, those pagers, those texts, the carrier pigeons, whatever is sending you these messages. So just from the bottom of my heart, thank you for what you do. How long, Brock, you've been on for three years now doing this. Correct, yes. And accidents aren't scheduled. And Scott, how long have you been on the Kensington Fire and Rescue? I've been on 22 years, I believe. 22 years. Yes. What What gives you the courage to do this? You just want to help your community out. I mean, um, just uh, at that at that incident right there, just a familiar face is uh, calming to the people. So it's just nice to help out people and and you know just help out where you can. So to be there. Just to be there. And you guys are that calm in that storm. When I saw your faces, I just knew I was going to be okay. Mm -hmm. I knew I was going to be all right. Yeah, it's the job we signed up for, and we all enjoy doing it. I appreciate it so, so very much from the bottom of my heart. And, uh, Chris, it is Pay It Forward Friday. And so I was like, how in the heck can I say thank you? Because nothing, nothing could ever amount to that. Can you guys believe it that I'm standing here? Like, doing good. You yeah. look good. Yeah, like, last time I saw you, they were getting wheeled into the helicopter. And there we go. So I just wanted to say thank you. And I'm sure you guys never really know what happens after a person gets carried away. Or maybe you do. Maybe some people stay in contact with you. Sometimes. Sometimes we don't know. So yeah. Oh, wow. And shout out. Uh, any other people that you guys would like to highlight that were there from the Kensington Fire and Rescue, these amazing people? Just our whole crew. I mean, uh, they all do a great job. We show up at different times. Uh, some people can't come, you know, for they're at work or a lot of people are out of town. So it's just, we, we try and help out whenever we can. And just do what you can do. Chris, we got something special. You share it. Cause I'm about ready to cry. Yeah, actually, we do have something special. So, uh, we have uh revved up country fest, which is coming up next weekend. And, uh, we want to extend a thank you and invite everybody uh, on the Kensington Fire and Rescue Team, we're going to give you guys tickets so you guys can join us if you can. Hopefully you can. And uh, just let loose one night and just have fun. Oh, sounds good. Great. I appreciate it. So let them all know that. And uh, we're going to recognize you at the concert as well. And uh, hopefully you guys are okay with that because you guys do amazing things. They're all like behind the scenes. They're like, dang it, don't make us stand up. <laughs> <laughs> I just love you guys so much. And uh, just just thankful. And I will not um, bring my horse to the concert. So hopefully no calls there. Knock on wood. Good. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And Scott and I can't wait to party at Anderson Bash too coming up. Good. Should and, be fun. Heck yeah. Be there upright. So there we go. It's another Pay It Forward podcast.
with Glenwood State Bank. God bless all of our first responders, the Kensington Fire and Rescue Crew, the ambulances, Huffman and Douglas County, LifeLink, the fastest, uh, most eventful uh, helicopter ride I've ever had. Um, just from the bottom of my heart, thank you guys so much. You guys get a chance to swing out to Kensington this weekend for Room Sunday is awesome. Ooh, it'll be a good time. We do love Kensington. They're full of amazing people. Thank you so much.